Yo. What's up? Not much, just on Savage Time. <laughs> I'm on Savage Time. I'm on Savage Time. I'm on Sicko Mode. I'm Sicko Mode. It is the Herald of Modcast. Young Savage is on Sicko Mode. so On the HMC Network. And we are back with another episode of We Talk Dead. Reviewing The Walking Dead, episode 906. And also a new film called Outlaw King about Robert the Bruce. Outlander. No. Although I Outlander's back. But we don't talk about that because you don't watch it. Is it Extended Universe, Outlaw King, and Outlander? <laughs> That'd be really cool, but there's about 300 years apart well, in don't the they time, time travel? And go yeah, back and say what's up travel. to the Bruce. What up, Bruce? I'd like to give a shout out to my Bruce. I'm like, what up, Bruce? <laughs> that's, that's what I imagine the crossover looking like. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about Outlaw King first. It is a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. It stars uh, Chris Pine. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Stephen Delane, aka Stannis Baratheon, as King Edward. Um, Billy Howell, who plays the snotty prince, um, evil prince. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Father's Shadow Prince. Most recently, the film adaptation of the book on Chesil Beach. Um, He's also in Dunkirk. Uh, David McKenzie is the director and co writer. He also did Hell or High Water. Hence, Chris Pine. Yep. And uh, it's also co-written by Bath Doran, who was a writer for Boardwalk Empire and uh, several other folks. Mm, that's a pretty Irish or Scottish there. name there, Bath Doran. I'm, I'm going to say Scott. Her name is actually Bathsheba. Oh, well, that's... Which always makes me think of the conjuring and evil spirits. Yeah, Sheba. Bathsheba. Um, uh, Florence Pugh plays uh, Chris Pine's uh, bride, who he was awarded before he got all pissed off at England and fought back. Um, and uh, she's been making a name for herself. She was in Lady Macbeth, and she's playing the new Amy in the new Little Women adaptation. Another like, Little Women. I know, yeah. my God. Um, so it, this one will be written by Lena Dunham. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, so it's about Robert the Bruce, who is a big hero of Scotland and who uh, led rebellions to take back their lands and Scottish independence and, and all that. And you might know him from such films as Braveheart, portrayed <laughs> as sort of a turncoat and then yeah. savior. You were talking about Robert the Bruce, not Chris Pine. No, no, not Chris <laughs> Pine. Robert the Pine. Um, yeah, so in Braveheart, they really made Robert the Bruce the bad guy. Yeah, he like sides with Longshanks. Which, he, which is not exactly true. I mean, the Scottish really hate Braveheart. Like, when we were there, they... Because they, the, Robert the Bruce is everywhere. There's statues of him. And the castle's still yeah. there. We went into the Stirling Castle, which they actually reference in this film. And it was uh, sieged by England. Right. And it was eventually taken back by the Bruce. Um, yeah. Uh, William Wallace doesn't hold the same weight over Not there. Not at all. William Wallace is like an American thing that we all associate with Scotland. Did. Yeah, that Mel Gibson, the, the lab, like the famous Australian. Yeah, who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blew up that myth and turned yeah, it into just turned made it a into movie yeah. Out of it. I mean, well, it's a still movie. a great movie. A great movie. It's like you know, there's uh, uh, innumerable, endless articles about the 
historical accuracy of Braveheart, right. which you can get all bent out of shape about, or you can say, well, as a movie itself, it's a very good film. It's good at well acted, well directed. It's a good story. It's an epic saga. Um, but yeah, so it's not historically historically accurate. Yeah, uh, this is more historically a- accurate. And, and it, there is a Wallace tie-in. We get yeah, to see th- his there head. Is, yeah. We get to see his arm. Yeah. We get to see. <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of starts the Bruce yeah. on his uh, mission. Well, they start, so they start the story sort of, uh, Wallace is still out there, but he's kind of gone into hiding. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Scottish lords have basically agreed to make peace with king edward they and, yeah they bend the knee they, and they bend the knee they they're not happy about it but i mean that was happening in braveheart too but they made it much more like those guys were evil and mm-hmm. that they were just greedy and wanted their money and that's not accurate i mean these guys were you know it was a lot of battles that they were completely outnumbered and so they're they're doing mm-hmm. like the robert the bruce father who's played by um he was a great Scottish actor who was in Braveheart, who yeah. played Brendan Gleeson's, Gleeson's father. father. You'd all know him. You'd all recognize him. Yeah. Very distinctive face. Um, he's in a ton of shit. Very good actor. He's a really, yeah, he's like Scott. He plays Scottish gangsters. He plays like. Well, in this, we see that like Robert the Bruce as a kid grew up with King Edward's son. Right. And like there's, you know, it's very close relationship lines between people that are literally being ruled over. James Cosmo. That's the actor. James Cosmo. Great. Scottish character actor. Yeah, it's just interesting because it's not this. It's a little more complex Which, of a of situation it would be. as yeah. it always is. Yeah, they're like friends and they grow up playing with wooden swords together, and then all of a sudden they're at odds with each other and going into battle, brutal hand-to-hand combat. Well, and and Robert the Bruce is has a claim to the throne of Scotland, as does another Scottish. Uh, you know, he and his fellow Plan, Scotsmen yeah. like basically bend the knee, and they both agree. Um, John the Third Comyn, Lord of Badenoch, and he's played by Callan Mulvey, who is in everything too. He's been, he was in the. Yeah, he's like a goon. You see him a lot as a goon. He has like a lazy Batman eye. Superman, right? Batman vs Superman. He's in a ton of shit. He always yeah. plays. A lot of times he has no dialogue. He just has that scary face. Goon face. And he plays a Russian a lot. Yeah. He plays like a Serbian a lot. But I guess he really is. I think he's Irish. Irish yeah. or something like this. But I guess that's a big point that they make is that Scotland couldn't unite because there's so many clans. Right. And that's why they couldn't didn't have a united front against England, which eventually caused them because we see this in here you see them like you know on the land oh yeah there's some civil fights yeah brutal and they're brutal and it's like because you they have to go through different clans lands to escape the english and they end up having to fight their own people because of the clan loyalties and shit so it's like damn you know this is why we can't beat the english i mean i'm sure it's also more complicated than that right and the english has all the money so you know but they but he does take them on and i mean i I've read some of the criticism about this, although I think it's gotten pretty good reviews, but... It's pretty good. It is literally just taking one slice out of this story Yeah, this is not Braveheart. That's the other... other First of all, it comes in at an hour and 46 minutes. Thank you for that, by the way. We never see that. It's all two hours and 20 plus, which I just figured going into this because it's a, you know 
historic uh, right. period piece. It's, you know, these movies, they can go on forever. Yeah. So the fact that it was sort of reduced down to, like you said, it's a one moment in a very long spanning right. um, series of battles. It a, wasn't a just one. A critical moment because it's the moment that Robert the Bruce is pushed to the point where he's no longer bending the knee and he's going to fight back. Yeah, it's cool, man. And he and his brothers, and he tries to get, you know, the clans to work with him. And some do, and some do. a lot don't. They yeah. don't think it's a good idea, especially because they just conceded to the king. And they're like, we just right. bended the knee with to the him. Hill. Now you want to go back to war? Everyone's dying. Yeah. And you see it. Once they... Um, once they uh, declare war, the, what the English do to the set, the country people and the peasantry and stuff is horrible. Disemboweling, yeah, and raping, some really and pillaging, brutal violence. This is accurate, battles. you know. Yeah, very accurate, very good battles. Those are like the the battles. end epic battle scene is pretty awesome. Very sort of battle of the bastards, like well, like I think in they terms get of the, the mud, the and, terrain really yeah. well. They must have filmed most of it in Scotland, I guess, but it definitely looks know. wet and cold and muddy it's and very authentic. Yeah. The, the costume design, the production design, the sets, everything looks like really okay. Fourteenth century. This is what it would be. Yeah, it wouldn't man. be like this nice green grass they're walking. It would be muddy. Wet. And yeah, muddy, it rains cold. all the time there. Every time we reap there, There's it's raining. There's a, a foggy marine <laughs> yeah. layer. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's pretty true. Yeah. And I think Chris Pine stayed pretty true to being a Scotsman. Because I don't think, I think always think of him as like all American Stephen Trevor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like he's playing a South African guy, but right. still, like he did a pretty good job because he does sort of look like an all-American guy. He's one of the Chris's, you know. Yeah, and I don't think Chris <laughs> Evans could have played the Bruce. You I know? think he's the best actor of the four Chris's. Well, yeah, we said that too. I'm just yeah, saying I couldn't we see. Said it on here. Oh no, we haven't. I couldn't see Chris Pratt or Chris Evans, or definitely not Chris. I Hemsworth. like Chris Evans as an actor too. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, think Chris Pine is definitely the best. The best of actor. The and I think yeah. this role proved it. Like he does a good job, and you don't go okay chris prine it's not like kevin costner and robin hood where the oh, accent i, I mean that's that endearing movie. and charming so it's not the best example because yeah, that movie sort of stands awesome. on its own and it's a really good like high replay value at least for someone accent, who was, it, it, grew it, it, up in the 90s right accent aside he's an awesome robin hood you know what i, I mean know. he totally is like a great well, that's why i didn't want to bring up that example because you just schmooze on it no because you just wouldn't you're so biased <laughs> like accent aside it's probably the greatest movie ever made no. it's like that was not, <laughs> well still, i mean alan rickman's performance in it should have gotten an oscar yeah but that's not the point i'm making all right all right, all right. i'm making a point about the about <laughs> his accent well i mean his his accent was pretty good. It wasn't overdone. You know, right. uh, Mel Gibson's accent is like super heavy Scotsman, you know, and, and it sounds sort of fake. Yeah. When you go back and listen to it. Yeah. But I mean, Chris Pines was pretty understated, understated yeah. especially amongst all the other actual Scottish people and actors. You yeah. Know? And then Aaron Taylor Johnson, oh, Aaron Taylor who Johnson's, does a really good job. He's a very good actor. Go kick figure, ass. yeah, kick ass. Like if you haven't seen Nocturnal Animals, oh, go yeah. see that. I mean that, or rent, stream that. That's an amazing performance by him. But he's a really good actor. I, I was, well, he really stepped it up in this, and he got yeah, a cool character though. He gets did. to be essentially the equivalent of like the crazy Irish one in, right. in Braveheart, yeah, which is a great character, and that guy's a great actor too. He's in The Departed, and he's in a bunch of other stuff. 
off, he's an Irishman. But he, ba- Aaron Taylor Johnson gets to play the sort of like assimilated outlier who proves himself worthy and is also like bloodlusted and crazy and has his own motivations right. to get his land back, but ends up staying true to the Bruce throughout the whole thing, which is like one of the coolest yeah. archetypes of a character, the like crazy unhinged one that's like right there when you need him. Yeah, you think kind he, of well, like Braveheart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, like you yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of cool that that character and he definitely sort of owns it and it definitely gave the movie an extra sort of punch of of just character. Yeah. Like, cuz everybody you don't really remember most of their names. It's a short film, man. It's quick. Like you don't remember his redheaded friend's name. No. Angus, I guess we'll go with, <laughs> you know. Like there's not a lot of uh, other character development outside of I have a wife and kids I want to get yeah, back to there and isn't. stuff. No. Which is okay. I mean, there's a yeah. love story between Chris Pine and his wife and you he she might not make it and it's arranged marriage. Arranged marriage and then he has brothers and a couple of them don't make it and it's very sad. But Aaron Taylor Johnson's story is a little bit more complex yeah, as a side story. And you hear a backstory about how he got his lands taken away. But and, and his yeah. name basically taken away. Mm-hmm. And, and then they go on basically these pretty cool, like, covert, like, black ops missions to sack castles. Right. Where it's not just an organized war. Because they go to have an organized battle initially, and they get ransacked. Because the English are like, we're not staying true to a bunch of outlaws. So right. they raid them at night. When they're supposed to have this, like, agreed battle during the day of, like, mano a mano. Yeah. They're like, fuck you guys. We're just going to shoot flaming arrows at your fucking camp at 2 a.m. And that guy who's kind of like the general or I don't know. Yeah, that guy's so ugly. He's in a lot. He's in the Snow White and the Huntsman. He plays the good actor brother Sam Sproul. He's, yeah, he's a good so actor. creepy looking. He really, yeah. He really sells that creepy. Mm-hmm. And even Duncan LaCroix who plays um, Henry de Percy um, Scottish Lord in this. He's a big player in Outlander. Fans of Outlander will cool. remember him. There's a lot of like Outlander crossovers, and there's Thrones crossover people. Mm-hmm. The great, the what's Stannis. the Blackfish? Blackfish. The Blackfish is in it again. He's in like everything. Gay fish. Gay fish. Gay fish is in it. Uh, Alistair McKenzie from the series um, Monarch of the Glen is in it. Um, there's a lot of recognizable Scottish actors, which is cool. And yeah. I mean, it's definitely not. It's um, you know, it's not epic so no so not much. so to speak it's not a saga you know? it's not something that you have to watch in parts remember how braveheart was on two vhs tapes when yeah. it came out and everyone's like whoa, whoa this must be the best movie ever made yeah. but this is not that it is it does have its epic moments but it's very snappy moves at a pretty quick quick clip you and know literally I mean? just a short piece of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. They don't take on... And they, they couldn't. They, they, no, they don't bite off more than they can chew, which a, I appreciate. I appreciate it. too, because nothing's worse than committing to like two and a half hours of a film. Hot mess. And it's or it feels like a hot mess, you know? So it's like, I'd, I feel like they had a couple choices, and I'm sure some of it was due to budget, even though Netflix seems to have an endless budget. Which is very bizarre. Like, I don't still know how they make any money. Like, how do they make money? I don't know. Advertising. From like $8 a month. Subscriptions. That you share with your friends i know like 10 <laughs> people making money i don't $8 get dollars a month one person pays and the yeah. other everybody else is just like using the login <laughs> i don't know how do they how can they afford but i mean i, I guess you I know, think it's ten dollars a month now. oh well there that, there we solved it we figured it out yeah uh so yeah i liked it i was entertained by it I mean, I think that a lot rests on Chris Pine's performance, which is he good. He sold it. I was yeah. at first like, no. Like, you know, when you read 
Chris Pine yeah. playing around with the Bruce. I first thought I first thought like no, okay, I mean okay, but you know it's not like I think you know Richard Armitage or one of those guys or yeah. the dude that does the voice of uh, Graham McTavish. You know someone who's like looks like a He's old Scottish older, king. Though. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I'm just saying, he doesn't have those baby blue all Americans. Right, you know? I know. Yeah, but I mean the thing about him, he like uh, he always sort of surprises me like he'll show up in something you'll be like that's chris pine and oh my god he was really good mm-hmm. yeah you no know? i think he's good and he goes back a long ways now his smoking aces was fucking 12 years ago you know what i mean and that's when ryan reynolds was super famous oh, shit. yeah and no one knew chris pine right and he played like one of the crazy uh white trash assassin brothers oh my god that's right i mean it's not a memorable film but really that's, well he goes back further than that to the princess diaries too Oh, wow. He goes back even further than that to Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. What? I mean, yes. He goes back. So he did, back. like, chick films he and stuff? He did, like, yes. Uh, well. He did, like, Disney chick flip films. Yeah, He's been, he put in his dues for a long time. He definitely has that, like, Prince Charming look. Yes. And then he was freaking Captain, Captain James Kirk. T. Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff, man. And, but remember uh, he did, remember, um, what's this that funny camp movie that they re- redid, updated it on Netflix? Oh, Wet Hot American Wet Hot, Summer. Yeah, and he plays that, the, the like, the rock rocker star dude. who's, like, really hides out in the that. woods. Yeah, that's fine. i got to watch that again. That <laughs> one's funny. Super funny. I bet you Ryan Reynolds, like, sits at home at night thinking whether he should change his name to Chris. He's <laughs> probably Reynolds? so mad that he's not a Chris. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like that would be something he would, like, stress over. Because <laughs> it was, remember, he was a Ryan. He was a and Ryan. And there were two Ryans. Yeah, there's But Ryans. now there's four Chrises. And he'd see there's some more Ryans. <laughs> or a couple Chrises gotta go. That's what they're and gonna do. Change his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, what Chris is. No more Chris's. <laughs> or no more Chris's. Ah, there's only room for one Chris in this, <laughs> boys. So I, I mean, I recommend it. Yeah, it's a free watch. You, know? you literally just turn on your fucking television and watch this right. pretty giant movie. You know, it still has like some pretty, really neat, you know, yeah, fight scenes and good acting. Right. And the story that doesn't Very leave you, it leaves you maybe wanting a little more, but not in a bad way. Like by yeah, the end I did of it. Want, you did want more. Like, I almost wouldn't mind seeing this as a mini series. Yeah, like, man. And see sort of different pieces of this puzzle. Well, because they do that sort of Animal House thing at the end where it's yeah. like, and Lil Stinky moved on to have a family <laughs> and open up a, a kilt shop. You know what I mean? And, like, and Hot Bruce, like, you know, won yeah. many battles and contributed to, you know, the infrastructure of the community. All that. And so I was like, yeah, we could see those. That's the beauty of a miniseries. Yes, it is. So uh, that's Outlaw King. You can watch it right now on Netflix. Yeah, I would. You know, do it. I'd do it. The Walking Dead, episode 906. It really feels like a new season because it's the first episode without Rick Grimes. Mm -hmm. And we've jumped forward in time by... I don't know. We're four at least or five four years. Or five years. At least four, if not five. It's hard to really say, but they make some references to it throughout the episode of like it's been X amount of years. Yeah, I forget how many. Carol has long gray hair. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been enough to grow out that long gray it's a lot hair. Of hair. Yeah, it's a lot of hair. She never had hair the whole show. And Dan Fogler from Fantastic Beasts is now in it, mm. maybe. I mean, I guess he is. He's with a group of 
people they Strangers. find that Judith, all grown up Judith, well, sort you know, of. eight year old Judith or whatever. Yeah, kind of silly. Seven, six year old. I don't know. How old is she? Seven. She looks around seven or eight. At least seven or eight at yeah. the most. I don't know. It's a little, still a little young to be like carrying a fucking 357 Colt Python yeah. at the end of the episode. She's holding it. Like, yeah. what are you going to do with that? That will literally <laughs> kill you. The re- the recoil alone would like smack you in the face and break your face open. You know how dangerous that shit is to hold? Yeah, well. Give a child. Give her a 22. She's a little ass kicker. Give her a 25. You couldn't shoot a 357 just first off. You'd yeah. be proper training. Anyone would. Yeah. Like, I would, you know what I mean? Yep. Go to the range and take it. I don't know. I guess that's like splitting Maybe hairs. Michonne gave her the proper training. So Michonne is like head of security now at Alexandria, or I guess, of the, the, the community. Well, again, she was head of security way, way, way back, remember? She's sort of the de facto leader of Alexandria, but yeah. sort of. They have a council now. Mm-hmm. You know, they've definitely... They've developed moved it, moved, yeah. they moved along. They've sort of, you know, they had like a windmill... In the, you know, they've rebuilt it. They've got crops. The church. Yeah, right. They've got a new sort of system of rule as well by the looks of thing. It's sort of governed by a council and yeah. it's Gabriel and Michonne and... No sign of Maggie. No, but she's at the hilltop. She's the hilltop Right, so we haven't leader. been there yet. We didn't get there yet. Yeah, we didn't get there. But um, Carol and... Uh, Little Henry Ezekiel or, together and Henry's like their kid. Their son. Now, yeah, I guess like, they that's call my him son. their son. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what else? Well, Carol and the little boy go on a run and they run into some old friends. Yeah. <laughs> which is really silly about four years later. And it was funny because it's those saviors that have been a thorn in the side of yeah, them. Yeah, and there they are. And they're all there. In that same spot. But it's funny because they it reminded me of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Rickety Cricket slowly goes from like a priest to like a homeless drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like to see them again and they're all like tousled yeah. and dirty. But it's the same group. Right. It's like you motherfuckers again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, glad to see you're yeah. still alive. <laughs> well, it like, was sort of stupid. It was a little stupid. Because and they, I mean, it was. I was sort of into it in the beginning of this episode because I thought it was smart that they jumped forward. You know, they introduced these new people. One of them's this girl who we find out Michonne tagged as someone who had been prisoned because of some. How did she know Prison that? Tattoo. Was she like that was how covered? Did, Michonne was like a, a like a upper middle class person in she her like life. A lawyer or something? Yeah. How did she know what the prison tattoo? Well, was? she was wearing those little finger gloves to yeah. cover it. And so, you know, they're basically being questioned in the council of like, how many people have you killed and how many people would you kill and who who do you think is the hottest on the council? <laughs> be honest. <laughs> who were you in your past life? Yeah, who are you shit. now? And, you know, this one girl's kind of the wild card. And, and oh, there's a deaf. One of them's deaf. And the other one and also signs. Yeah. yeah. So signs. there's a deaf one. There's a... And one, somebody one. got hurt, so they're taking care. But it's Judith that brings him back to mm-hmm. Alexandria, and um, Aaron agrees to make the call. Oh, Aaron, Aaron. Missing an arm, Aaron. Armless Aaron, And yes. armless Aaron. And Michonne's pissed about it, and then they do this council thing and decide they can't stay, but... Well, do they decide that? Yeah, well, then she says, I'll ex- escort you to the hilltop because they might let you stay there. But she, uh, at first, she's like, you're out of here because she doesn't like the one chick who, who is, a, is little a little sketchy. Like, she's a little like, you should be a little bit more humble in this, in this, you know, 
at this point where yeah. we don't know who you are and you got this attitude and we have, we have a nice place here is going to let you in. You should be a little more like trying to convince us that you want to stay here. Yeah. Not giving us attitude. And then she had a knife. Remember she had a knife she in her belt. belt and Michonne and knew also it. Also knew that, man. I think she knows. She spots everything. What I don't understand is, okay, I mean, I guess we've never seen the broader picture minus Fear the Walking Dead. Um of what's happened to the world. We've never through the series known really what the bigger picture of what's happened to the whole world right. with the apocalypse. No. And so you're four, four years later now and it seems exactly the same. Like in well, time. Well, we did say about like the walkers aren't really, I guess they're a little more decomposed. But wouldn't a lot of them just be completely gone? Because well, by Max Brooks's book, yeah. World War Z and the zombie survival guide. Yes. Time. Which Brad Pitt's making into a movie, by the way. What? The zombie survival guide. Yes. That thing's super procedural. Yeah, like that's well, not a, a narrative. Max Brooks writing it. Still, have you ever tried? Have you read it? It's yeah. literally like buying a Boy Scout guide to survival. Maybe they're going to do it that way. Boy Scout's guide to—I don't know what they're doing, but he's attached to it. Well, there as well as well, Zombie uh, World War Z, Z too. David Fincher directing, yeah. so that that sounds a little more interesting than doing Zombie Survival. I agree. Guide. I was really shocked to see it on his list. I mean, that book's cool, but it's hardly a uh, you know. But according to dry. that, what? So what would happen to them at this point? Oh, time, in time alone. Yeah, he said, would destroy them. Destroy them. Yeah. yeah, just you know, but it would take. He basically said it would take ten years for the eradication, <laughs> then another ten years of cleanup. So it would be like twenty years from when you actually controlled the uh, outbreak. It would take twenty years from when you actually ceased the outbreak of so, ten years of cleanup, and then like, oh no, no, ten. I forget. Basically, twenty year plan of like a uh, ten years of controlling it. If if you survive, and then another ten years of cleaning up uh, and re- rebuilding infrastructure. So by those rules, they're still within the ten years, and it's still being trying to be controlled. Yeah, by those rules, and so I'm sure there's another. But t- there's a helicopter out there. We found out four years ago there was. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit. So there's shit about. we don't know about, and I do ser- think it's. I don't know. Well, I don't I'm, know I guess, if that bothers me or not. The, I mean, I mean a little. I guess it would depend on like the initial like patient zero group of zombies like the ones where rick actually wakes up from the hospital like all of those zombies would probably be decomposed right i guess you know i mean again it's a fantasy world we're trying to like gotta stay within the rules of what you've drawn yeah and there's a lot of different rules when it comes to zombies just sort of like vampires like there's all different lore right some some stories adapt with this lore and not that lore and this part of the lore but not that part of the lore it's like walking zombies versus running zombies and i don't like running zombies no i mean i get um zombies moving uh, faster when they first turned than if they've been a zombie for five years yeah like that makes sense that they would move more quickly but i just don't think a zombie has the faculties to go into a full sprint like, it like in World War Z, the movie. Like, because in the book, they don't run like that. No, they travel in hordes, but I don't think they run like that even in the book. I haven't read it They're in a long like, time. They're more like, have like rabies in World War Z, the movie. The movie, I didn't like that whole like traveling like a school of fish or ants or whatever and like Up climbing. The wall. <laughs> yeah. It's visually cool. Visually, it's cool, but it's sort of like, that's not 
what zombies do. They don't climb up each other and just tear through the streets. I mean, I guess in like, I guess in like twenty two uh, weeks later or whatever, they 20, do that. Kind they of run because yeah. they have like a rabies disease, right. so they're like rabid, ravenous zombies. But they're not necessarily dead, right? Are they? Are they dead in twenty two days later? What's that movie? Twenty two weeks later. Twenty two um, days later doesn't sound right. Cillian Murphy, Brennan Gleeson. Yeah, we, we all, know, we all know what it is. Yeah, but they had like a rabies disease. Is that what that was? I don't know. That's what we it looked like. Know. We yeah. never know. It's infected. It's passed through the blood. So. Well, it's 22 days later and 22, 28 days 28 later. 28 days later. There it and is. And 28 weeks later. Weeks later it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. 20, 28. Uh, yes, not 22. Yeah, where'd you get that 22? I don't know. Just that extra six makes a big difference, <laughs> apparently. Uh, um, yeah, so... I don't know. I mean... I don't know. So there's still zombies. It's four years later. They don't know what to do with this new group. And then the saviors come in there and they, like, take Carol's wedding ring and their goods. And, and she they, really wants that back. Which, to me, was like, why? You yeah. can go get it from any one of the walkers that you find. Uh, yeah, any woman Like, I'm sure you could find engagement another ring. engagement ring. And she was, she was never materialistic throughout the show. No! At all. She was always very quick to leave everything. But maybe because she's now found love, she values the ring more than before. Maybe. Because they definitely like woke up in bed together. Yeah, they're, they're a happily they're married together. couple. Yeah. And so what else happens? Uh, oh, well, Eugene and... Oh, Rosita. Rosita are out doing something, and they get caught by a horde. And this is when we're kind of introduced to probably the alpha group. Yes. Because they hide... It. In, the, in mud. the mud, and they hear them talking, and they're completely freaked out by it. Yeah, yeah, this is the beginning. I'm glad they're introducing that storyline because yeah. it is interesting. It's not very accurate. Like, I don't think you would survive long wearing the skin of undead. No, because they literally look. I mean, how they're wearing the whole skin. They're wearing the whole skin, just like in gross. the comic. I mean, you wouldn't live. You'd just get really sick and die. Yeah, right. I mean, think about when they put the guts on them to disguise themselves. Yeah. They can't stay like that. No, they die. They get sick dirty smelly. yeah it would get into your like some yeah. piece of you and then you'd turn you'd turn you turn or you just get really like, sick and die even right. if you didn't turn that's that's still a debatable thing like if you ate a zombie you'd probably get sick and die but you wouldn't necessarily turn why i don't know because of the way the infection spreads mm. like it goes in through your blood but i don't know if it would go through your digestive system that's why i think wearing it you have a better chance of turning because oh, it yeah, could you would go turn. through like an your eye, eye or... yeah your nose yeah. a cut what if you right. got you, you cut, cut on your body and you right. got walker skin like you'll get infected you could easily in that world have lots of cuts yeah or just die or get fucking really sick like how a person around dead corpse would right get. Would like, get. that's thing that we've talked about many times that they never sort of explore that like all now, the waste and the smell of all yeah, the decay. The decay alone. You never deal with the smell. I feel like you, you wouldn't be able to leave your camp without a proper hazmat and like gas mask or what, no. respirator. Like, Think about what we have to do. Like if there's any, like if people have to go in and clean up like a crime scene, they have to wear. All that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. And if that times that around the whole country, like uh, every yeah. sp- every gas station would be hazardous. Town. Everyone would be so sick from that. Yeah. I don't think that we'd survive the outbreak of, of the, just the disease spreading, no. let alone getting bit or eaten by zombies. Yeah. Like, I think especially after six, seven years, you'd be more worried about disease and looters. Absolutely. You know, I'm just like, oh, I just want to watch like ESPN or something. But it looks like animals are coming back. Because remember they show that bird that eats a worm out of the 
zombie's eye yeah. and then feeds its babies. Yeah, yeah that was kind of cool. And that was with Daryl. Yeah, Daryl's around kind of doing his lone wolf thing, but then he hooks up with Carol. I mean, oh, yeah. They find each other. Right. But I think he, I don't think he's off on his own. No. No, not not entirely. I think, I think he was just out hunting or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's left, left. But that whole thing sequence where they bring the old saviors that we just saw. It's kind of funny because she just burns them all alive. They all die by yeah. the end. They were like introduced in the beginning of the episode and by, you know, the end of this episode, they're all dead. So it just sort of seemed like tying up a loose end. Well, and it also just seemed like setting up that they're harder people now. Like just when we, I mean, Carol yeah. always had that in her to be that way. We've seen her do that. Remember, they kicked her out. Oh yeah, she's she, done some. Yeah. yeah, she had to kill the little girl and shit. Yeah, she's done yeah. some stuff, but For she sure. burnt up um, Tyrese's sister mm-hmm. or who a girlfriend? No girlfriend. Mm-hmm, she and, was sick, right? Which and is intense, and right? then Rick kicked her out. Yeah, you know? and then she came back, right, and saved the day at uh, Terminus. Yeah, but um, they. Carol has it in her to be like that. Sure. Michonne is pretty hard. I mean, they all seem harder. Oh, we forgot Negan is still in prison there. But, but he's he looks, all cleaned yeah, up. Yeah, he's all cleaned up and he's talk, teaching Judith math. I know. Huh? Through the window of the cell. Yeah. That just does not seem like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, why give him like a little talking little hole? He could just talk to all the people walking by and shit. He's like this evil tyrant. Why are they keeping him alive? Just in the comic, he's still alive. And okay. he ends up like, becoming a fucking antagonist again, I believe. Of course he does. Of course he does. The only reason for him to exist is to be a bad guy. I mean, as far as I know. They should have just killed him. That was stupid. They just want to like have Jeffrey Dean Morgan on the show still because they think he's a draw. Yeah, like, I'm all, sure that's I a mean, big part of it. No evidence to support that given that the ratings have gone down. Well, he was a draw when he first entered the for, like, show. The first couple episodes. Yeah, but and then instantly dropped because as soon as glenn was gone they had no they really underestimated glenn's fan base for one steve yun's fan base but also mm-hmm. just the character and that that was a big turning point for fans well and then they spent the next two episodes like torturing rick yeah i think that Ugh, i think that I did think a lot too that did a lot a yeah. lot more than they expected i think they thought that they, the 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 viewer would stick through to that but like even like my mom got into the show and like she's like ugh, uh, ugh. watching rick like be tortured no and, uh, you know fucking mentally tortured and that sort of thing felt like uh outlander when he's getting raped by the british soldier yeah like it was that kind oh. of torch yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's rough yeah, yeah it did sort of feel like that it, it felt a little bit like just breaking seeing a, a, the your lead character be broken that way yeah it's tough to take i think yeah especially if you're just a casual fan anyway yeah, you know, it's like you just wanted to tune in to watch zombies and say you saw it on on Monday. Right. And then you're like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> well, and as we've said a million times, that whole I saw it on Monday thing is gone. I mean, those days are gone. Yeah, it's gone. It, it, Netflix and changed all that. You know, all streaming services changed all that because nobody watches content the same way. You know, there is no. Everybody's watching Sunday night. You know? No, there's not. You just binge it and finish it, and you're like on your the last time. one to finish it at the office. Or and then you talk about it like, have you seen that yet? Did or, you watch the rest of that? Did you see yeah. it? I still got two more episodes. But it's not like the same thing where, I mean, the only, the last gasp of that is Thrones. And because it's over. Sunday nights, it still owns it. Yep. And people still are like the next day, oh my God. 
Yeah. But Walking Dead had that so, like... Yeah, that was its thing. But not anymore. No. Yeah, so I, I guess the episode ends with them... What? I don't even remember. With Eugene and Rosita hiding from the Alpha Horde. And then also with Judith and Michonne having that conversation while she's holding her dad's... Uh, pistol and Remind on the me stairs of the conversation i don't know what they said something about rick would want this that way and you shouldn't be upset judith is like consoling she's a little soldier a little cowboy yeah yeah a little, or a little cowboy. cowboy little tin cowboy a little, yeah. trinket thing easter egg to rick yeah and that's i don't really remember that conversation at all to be <laughs> honest i have no idea what was said. it was very insightful mm-hmm. i mean she was you know, oh, she was talking about how much, because we see Michonne kind of doing a Rick talking to Lori ghost thing. Where oh, she's yeah. talking to Rick yep. on her own. She's sort of, she seems like she probably lost it a little bit after Rick died. Well, after we think he died. Well, they think he died. Well, isn't there a moment where she's at the bridge and she's like talking to the bridge? Yeah, she goes and she's talking to the place where they think he died. Yeah, so she's clearly still, yeah, burning a candle. Yeah. A vigil. And, she, and they have a kid. She has a kid. She was pregnant at the time. Did we know that? Yeah, we sort of. They okay. hinted at that, and I thought so, because they sort of did what they did with Glenn and Maggie, is like give them a heir. So right. So when the character is dead, then there's like this new character that you can raise. And Well, so there's a baby that... It yeah. was Rick and Michonne's baby, and it's a boy. It's a little boy. And it's like four years old now, or yeah. whatever, three, four years Running old. Running around, yeah. Yeah, we haven't really met that character yet, though. No. Which is fine. Well, so that's that. I guess that's that for this week. We got Overlord, probably to see. Apparently, that's a pretty good film. Yeah, I want to see scary. it. Pretty scary. I want to see it. It's R-rated Nazi zombie thriller. Why not? Oh, and we started watching Castlevania season two and we will be back when we finish it to review the entire season two yeah it's so far so good so far so good if you didn't hear our review of season one check it out uh go to our website thehmcnetwork.com click on the link to our soundcloud and you can um there's a search for the episode where we review castlevania because that is one of the best animated like films or series I've ever seen. Yeah, it's already been greenlit for season three, and it's probably one of my favorite original things on Netflix, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. It's inspired by the old Konami games, and I've been playing those games for fucking ever, and it's really cool that they did this uh, justice so far. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Speaking of Scottish actors, uh, Graham McTavish plays Dracula. Dracula. And also Richard Armitage, who was Thorin Oakenshield. Yeah, it's Belmont. He plays Belmont, yeah. Um, so we'll be back with that and we will also be back uh, with our full review of the haunting of Hill House yeah yeah because we started reviewing it well we We sort of watched that first episode yeah we didn't (laughs) we didn't finish that and we've taken some shit yeah we'll get there we'll get there it was good and I just hear better things about it like apparently the first couple episodes are the slow ones and it picks up and it gets really good by the end of things so yeah his incentive so okay okay we'll get there yeah we'll get there All right, everyone thanks for joining us and as always go to the website for more episodes articles podcasts stuff all types of stuff 
and uh, we'll see you later, jerks. And subscribe to my premium Snapchat. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,